Narcissists have a criminalistic ability to weaponize anything they can think of to make a fool out of you, to get what they want. They use your emotions, your feelings to make you feel a certain way and then use that emotional state to influence your behavior and decision-making process. When weaponizing these things against you, they do not stop with emotions, feelings and thoughts. They stoop solo as to make you crazy. One of the things they use against you is their own sleep. They will come up with issues they're having with their sleep or they would sleep in a different place or they would sleep early or there would be a significant change in their sleeping patterns and you may think they are having issues or they, you may see it as it is presented to you but behind your back they would be cheating on you. Yes, that is right. Narcissists use sleep to cheat on you and escape accountability. How? Let's understand in today's episode. Hi, I am Nanesh, a narcissistic abuse recovery professional. In this episode, we'll be exploring five ways a narcissist uses sleep to cheat on you and betray you. If that sounds interesting and you want to dive in into the topic and explore it with me, make sure to subscribe before we begin and press the bell icon to stay notified with everything latest that I post over here. Let's get started with number one they would come up with bizarre excuses related to their sleep and their phone. When you try to hold them accountable about why they didn't pick up the phone or why they were not present and so on, instead of taking responsibility, this is what they would say. I was sleeping. I had a bad day. I was really tired. I had to turn off my phone by 6 p.m. I had to put it on flight mode because I didn't want to be disturbed. I wanted to rest. I wanted to sleep properly, I wasn't feeling well, this, that and the other. Well, the truth is, they were in the shower getting ready while their phone was on the flight mode and they were about to meet their new supply and you thought they were sleeping or at least that is what they wanted you to think. This is how they play with their phone. They would do bizarre things, they would redirect the calls, they would create these cycles, technical cycles where the calls are taken through different numbers and ultimately returned back to your phone and they would be unreachable. You would not know if they are there or if they are out of network or, or if something happened to their phone. And they would come up with excuses like my phone died or I lost my phone or this happened to my phone and that happened to my phone when in reality they were treating the other person the way they treated you in the beginning. They were acting single if they are in a relationship with you and they were just completely out of the zone. They had forgotten you, you didn't exist. They were just in the moment with this new supply getting what they wanted. One other possibility, one other thing that they do is they disappear for hours in a stretch and they would be gone. You wouldn't know if they're alive or dead and you would be worried calling relatives or friends trying to seek help, trying to get information, trying to get a clue about where they are, what, what happened to them, what are they doing and so on. And they show up after a couple of hours texting you how much they love you, texting you bizarre and weird messages that do not fit the scenario, that are not in any way relatable, that cannot be made sense of 
They may say things like, I love you, you are the love of my life, I can never live without you. Why? Because they have done something wrong and they know they shouldn't have done it and they know you would find about it. You would know what they have done. You would be able to know what they are hiding from you and they are already kind of preparing you for it. They are already law-bombing you, they are already breadcrumbing you so that they could escape accountability so that they could escape their lies or they could escape you when you try to hold them accountable for their actions. Number two, they may fake sleep on couch so that they do not have to creep out of the bed during night. How bizarre is that? Mainly when narcissists talk with their new supplies, they talk with them in places and at times when you are not there, when you are not available, when you are not watching them. One of the places they go to is their bathroom. That's why they love the bathroom. One reason is they love to take selfies. If they're a grandiose narcissist who is all into him or herself. The other reason is the bathroom gives them the privacy they need to cheat. They, it gives them the privacy to check in with the other sources of supply, which is why they spent hours in there. So they would fake their sleep on couch and if you ask them to come with you to the bed and sleep with you, they would act all drowsy and all sleepy and would not listen and would pretend not listening, would just pretend to be deep asleep and then you would go, when you would be gone, they would suddenly wake up filled with energy, texting these people without caring how hurt you would be if you find that out. So they would fall asleep, let's say in a pub or in a friend's house or in their mother's, father's house and all of that would be a lie. They just need a place to escape with what they are doing. They need to escape with the cheating they are doing. They need to escape with their actions because they need to find a place to use for excuse so that you do not find out the truth. Has this happened to you? Let me know in the comments and help other survivors feel validated. Number three, they would act all tired and would hang up on you or disconnect the call, which is very disrespectful, and would say they need to sleep or they can't hold the conversation because they can't focus. Let's say this is a long distance relationship and you get to talk with them on a weekly basis or in the evening. So when you talk with them, they would be, let's say, on a different call and you would be waiting for them to receive your call. When they pick up your call, they would make excuses right in the moment because they are pathological liars and somehow convince you that they were talking with their boss or a co-worker or they were busy in a meeting or something like that. And then they would get bored instantly, maybe within a couple of minutes, and they would want to leave somehow. They would come up with excuses like, I am dead tired from my work today, or I had a bad day at work, I had a fight with my boss, I had an argument with my employee, stuff like that, stuff that doesn't make sense, which makes you feel so bad within because... You waited for this conversation for the whole day to happen. And when it is happening, what do you get? Complete indifference, lack of interest, lack of warmth, lack of connection. And all they want to do is to escape. And it's not just escapism. It's not like they want to disconnect from you and then really go to sleep. They don't go to sleep. What do they do? They use their other number, other phone, other sources of connection and communication 
to wander and talk with other sources of supply online, offline, whatever it is that is possible for them. Because of course you're not watching, so why would they worry? They would do unacceptable things behind your back and then act nothing happened. They would act as if they didn't do anything, they wouldn't feel any guilt, they wouldn't feel any remorse, and the next day they would text you in the morning something like, hey babe, how are you doing today? How was the night? And then when you would ask them about the feelings that you're having about what happened last time when you tried to have a conversation, they would somehow twist it around and call you needy, call you too sensitive and blame you for so many things that you never did. This is how they escape through their tiredness, through their sleep and the need to take rest. Number four, they would fake falling asleep. Now they might be sleeping in the same bed because they can't go out so they would patiently wait for you to fall asleep like a predator. Once you have fallen asleep they have all the time and the space in the world to do their shitty things. They would either creep out of, out of the bed very silently so that you don't wake up or they would stay in the same bed because they do not want to alert you. Now. Once you have fallen asleep, they may log on to the porn sites. They would start chatting with people all around the world. Maybe it could be sexting. It could be things that they shouldn't clearly be doing because they are in a relationship with you. They are betraying you. They are cheating on you. But it's all hidden and you do not know about it. They might call their supply and speak softly and silently and you wouldn't be able to hear. And if you then ask them, if you feel they are talking with someone and you ask them, who was it? Were you talking with someone? They would call you crazy. They will gaslight you and make you think that you're hearing things and what you heard was not real. When in reality, they definitely were talking with people and you heard the right thing. So they would do all the shitty things they cannot do in your presence because they have the space and the time and you are not keeping an eye on them. Number five and the last one. This is a different thing, but a very common experience. Let me know if you have experienced this one as well. They immediately fall asleep after an intense argument and you are left shattered, unsupported, wondering what the hell happened? What was that? Because you're shocked to your core. You're taken aback. You are struggling in the deafening silence because what just happened is unfathomable, incomprehensible and unacceptable. They fall asleep immediately because by berating you, by abusing you, by treating you the way they treated you during the argument, they regulated their emotions. You were the emotional regulator. They projected the hatred, the venom, the anger they have within themselves onto you. You become, became the recipient of all of that heavy and negative energy. They unloaded and unburdened themselves and now you're carrying that. And on top of that, you're carrying your own dysregulation, your own pain, your own sadness, your own shock, which makes it really really painful for you to bear at all because it's very heavy and you as a human being have limitations. You can only take a certain amount of anything and be able to successfully carry it. This way they use sleep to escape in the moment. They, they just would right away go to the sleep and would not care if you're crying, if you are in pain. They wouldn't wake up to check if you're okay or if they need to support you in some way. They wouldn't wake up to check in with you to see if you need to be relaxed or calm down. Of 
course not. Got the opposite and in a very cruel way, they would ask you to be silent and to cry in a lower tone if you're crying too loudly because you are not allowed to express your emotions and you are a nuisance. Your emotions are a nuisance, so you should keep them to yourself and you shouldn't bother them. If you are doing that, you have to be punished and you have to be pushed back. That is what they do. In a nutshell, they use sleep in so many ways to escape accountability, to escape the situation, to escape connecting with you, to cheat on you, to betray you and to destroy you. This is what they do and that makes them evil. If that is not evil, I don't know what is. I hope you found this episode insightful. If you did, let me know in the comments. Make sure to drop a like and share this episode with others, with those who might need to watch this. I'll talk with you in the next one. Until then, let the healing begin.